In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the first Sunday of the blessed month of Abib, and the readings from the book of St. Luke, chapter 20, chapter 10, verses 1 through 20. And this is the where our Lord Jesus Christ sending his disciples two by two to every place he was about to go. And why two by two? Why not by one so cover more areas? Why two? And two we see if he sends one by one, everyone will, will basically depend on his own and also relates every or takes credits for every success in the service. But two by two, they learn to love each other and also to help each other and also to give credit, credit to one another. So when we see something being successful in, in a service, no one will take credit. We'll say, no, no, the other person. And the other person says, no, 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 it's him. It's her, it's so-and-so, it's not me, it's not me. But if it's only one person, he can't say that. So he sent them two by two to help one another. One falls, the other one help him to rise again. So, our Lord Jesus Christ sent his disciples and his apostles. We learn today something very important. As he said, that the laborers are few. Laborers are few. But we say, you know, we have hundreds of priests all over and bishops and, 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 uh, and uh, servants everywhere. Still, the ratio servants to, in comparison to everyone else, is still very few. Our Lord Jesus Christ is expecting every one of us to be a servant. You are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men so they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So God wants us all to be servants, to go and preach the word of God. Do not wait or don't, don't say, it's not my job. It's somebody else's job. It's Abuna's job. It's the bishop's job. It's the servants in Sunday school or, 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 or whatever, youth servants. The ministry is open for all of us. We say, can, how can we serve? Start where you are. Start at home. Start the church that is in your house. That's a church. Start with your husband if you're married. Start with your wife if you're married. With your kids if you have. Start with your um, circle of fa family circle. Your, your, your in-laws, and then go to your neighbors, do good. I would tell you something, unfortunately. We had a, we had a hearing um, last, this week actually, in a, in a township. Uh, we're applying for something to, for the church, a service building for the youth. And then uh, it, it was open, um, for public to come, so neighbors came. Some neighbors were not happy with us, and I agree with them. Some neighbors said we're very noisy people, 
and uh, and sometimes we exclude their kids from playing. This one and one lady said that that we don't include their kids when they play basketball outside. We don't we exclude them. And uh, and we're not welcoming to them. Uh, so she had this issue with us. And to a certain degree, I agreed with her. Because we only do good to those who do good to us. But we still don't know how to love your neighbor as yourself. So this is... We can't claim to be good believers, good servants, and we don't know how to serve others. We need to learn how to bring people through the good deeds we do and the love we have for everyone. And this love cannot be exclusive. It needs to be inclusive, include everyone. Not certain people, not certain race, not certain color. We need to open our hearts to everyone, be welcoming. So we still have, an, uh, so we still have another hearing and I think August 4th to go and hopefully uh, we were asked to sit with our neighbors actually to bring the neighbors especially 200 feet away from the church and bring them and sit with them and hopefully we can reconcile and, 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 and show the good side of us we're good and you're good maybe some few incidents here and there between kids or something and I don't want to talk more about maybe the cleanness of the outside and the garbage outside or the basketball hoops that's thrown everywhere outside. People look at us and say, they're not clean outside. And we have few homes that belongs to our church. We own them. And they walk by and say, they're not clean, not not well maintained. They're left for whatever. And if this is what's outside, what's the inside? Embarrassing, right? So we need to let our light so shine before them through the good deeds. God sent the 12 and sent the 70. And that's it. He finished the mission. He still... He said something very important. That's what we need to do. He said, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Our job is to pray. Do you pray that God may send laborers into his harvest? Do you pray for the servants or complain about them? We need to pray for them. Do you pray for your priests? We all need prayers. We're not perfect. We need your prayers. So this is the only thing God asked us to do. Pray the Lord of harvest that he may send laborers into his harvest. Let no one say that the object, I mean, this is a, a, an answer to a question. Why God said he requires his disciples or the servants to travel 
about without purse, bag, or shoes. Why? Why no purse, no bags, no knapsack, no shoes? He's saying, let no one say that the object of his teaching was to make the holy apostles refuse the use of the ordinary articles of equipment. What good or what harm would it do them to have shoes on their feet or go without them? By this command, he does wish them to learn and to attempt to practice that, that they must lay all thought of their livelihood on him. He wants everyone to only casting all your cares upon him. And this is what we see in the service in our church, in every church, that we lean or rely more on the abundance of whatever is available to us. We don't, we don't rely on God's who provide. God provides. We say if when we have, we can do such things. We can build this building when we have. But God can, can, can work with the least available. We need to give all credit to God alone. Not how much we have. How much we have, how much and resources we have. Because if we have, this is, reminds me with the story of uh, Gideon. That when God asked him to go and fight the Philistine or a Midianite, and he said, I don't have anyone. He gathered so many. God told him, go ahead and, and, and gather army for me. He gathered 100,000 people. And God says, too much. There's so many. Just say, whoever wants to go home, go home. More than half of the soldiers, the army went home. And God looked at it and said, so many still. God, are you sure? The, the, the enemy is coming with, with more than that. And I don't have even fraction of that. He said, still too many. And he was left with 150 people. And God told him, lest you think that your hand have serve, saved you. If it's based on numbers, you would think that you have enough to overcome. Your power have saved you, your knowledge, your resources. But God says, no, no, no. The war is mine. The fight is mine. It's mine, says the Lord. And with 300 people, he overcame. 300 people. That was it. So God wants just the least, but he still wants the least. He can't work without you. Look at God when he says, raising up Lazarus from the dead. He said, roll the stone away. Do something. God, you were able to rise, raise him up from the dead. How hard is it for you to roll up the stone? Which is harder? The stone or raising up Lazarus from the dead? He said, I can do both. But I can do what I can do, and you must do what you can do. You can't sit and wait for God to do things. He's waiting for your part to do. Roll the stone away. Do something. Get up. 
Just move things away. God made the water wine in the wedding of Cana of Galilee. How hard was it for him to let it be wine there in all six pots, the water pots? It's easy. But he asked the servants to do what? Fill the pots with water. Fill it. Okay, we can do that. That's easy. And they filled the pots with water. And now he asked him, just start giving people to drink. God wants us to work with him. God can show himself to the people. God can do so many things. God needed Jonah to go to the Ninevites. Why? Why do you need him to go and say, repent and, 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 and come back to God? And they listened. They need, God needs messengers. He needs messengers. Yeah, the word of God is available to us. We have Bibles. But he needs messengers. It's not enough to give someone the word of God if, he, if it's not being manifested in your life and my life. You can't talk about the love of God and you don't live it. Yeah, God so loved the world and gave up his only begotten son. Yeah, it's good. And I don't love. I don't care about my brother, my neighbors, nobody. I care about myself. We are walking Bibles. We are messengers of the Lord. We are continuation of the disciples. Not only men in black. Not only men in black. For necessity is laid upon me. Yes, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. Yes, St. Paul said that. But again, woe is me if I don't preach the gospel. Everyone has to say that. Everyone. God did not come just to save a few. He came to save the whole world, including every person. Everyone who is here and everyone who is outside. Outside the sheepfold, God came for that person and needs you. He needs us to spread the gospel of the kingdom. He said, say that the kingdom of God is near, come near to you. Another thing he said, why would God forbid them to take money for fear they would be considered businessmen and not announcers? If we just go and, and, and come and visit you, collect money, or every time we say, bring money, 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 we'll become businessmen. God provides. God uses everyone and why would he say, do not greet anyone on the road? Because it's not just social uh, interactions with everyone and leave the, the, the essence of the kingdom of God. Don't waste time or so much time and being socially good. 
That's what it means, do not greet one on the road. You have a mission to do. Focus on that mission. Yes, be nice. But focus. God doesn't want us like walk, going in a mission and say, somebody stops us in the road, come, come over. Stay with us, have a meal with us and have, oh, stay overnight. Let's have fun. Let's enjoy ourselves. But you have a mission. You have a mission to do. Say peace to every house. Every time you say peace, you bring the king of peace into that house through you. The word that we speak either brings peace to the person or takes that peace. And we don't want to be the people who take the peace of the people away from their hearts. We want the people to instill, to bring peace to them. Peace to you. And this is the, the greeting, Abuna, in the liturgy. All the time we say what? Irini Pasi. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. All the time. Who is peace? God. Who is love? God. God be with you. Peace be with you. Love be with you. We say the love of God the Father. The grace is the only begotten Son. The gift and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. All that's be with you. And every time we enter a house, say peace to this house. We have a responsibility to do. We have work to do. We're not here just sitting, coming when the time comes to receive the body and the blood and walk as we walk, we walk out as we walked in. We have, we are missionaries. It doesn't have to be to Africa, to, to other countries. We are missionaries. Start at home. Start at school. Start at work. Work. Do, do they see God in you at work? Or you mingle, or you blend with the people around you. They, they're not honest, and you become like them. They cheat, and you cheat likewise. They steal, and you steal likewise. Whatever. Would God be manifested in us when we do that? No. You are the light of this world. Let your light so shine. Let them know that you are Christian by the love, by the honesty. So we have a big job to do, so much work to do. We're going to be standing before God one day and we'll give an account to everything He entrusted us with. We'll give an account. What have you done? I don't know. That, uh, was I a missionary? Was I a disciple? Yes, you were. You have the same spirit. You have the Holy Spirit in you. Why you put it out? You have no excuse. We need to work. Start small. Start small. And... And in the end, when you start at home, at work, at school, come here and, 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 and practice at church. 
Because we, unfortunately, we can be good. Or people look at us as servants only inside the church. But outside, we're different people. But God works or uses us outside more than the one hour, two hours we come to church. God is not going to ask you if you're a servant, were you dedicated to your service the two hours or the 24 hours? The whole time. If you're a servant, you're not only a servant when you come to church. You're a servant outside the church rather more. Rabbina Adina Ahabai, kullina kida nubaa good servants to the Lord and glory.